Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. It's mentally yours from Ellen and Uh, focus on your mental health, you surely won't regret. It's mentally, 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 mentally yours. Mentally yours. Mentally yours. Hi everyone, and welcome to Mentally Yours, Metro.co.uk's weekly mental health podcast. I'm Yvette Caster, and today I'm chatting to Captain Sir Tom Moore and his daughter Hannah. Captain Tom raised more than £32 million for the NHS with his 100th birthday walk. He and his daughter are speaking at Kindfest 2020, which is on Friday, November the 13th. We're going to be chatting about the importance of kindness, reaching out to others, and also my favourite topic, Christmas. Morning, thanks so much for joining us. Um, Welcome to Mentally Yours. Um, I'm Yvette. Could you start off by telling us a bit about how you've been getting on in the second lockdown, if that's all right? Uh, thank you for being there. It's a great, great pleasure to be able to speak to you so early in the morning. And, um, and it is our pleasure. And in terms of the second lockdown, um, it's, it, so our lives have taken a fascinating turn in the last seven months. And as the lockdown was beginning to be discussed openly, uh, in fact, my daughter, so Captain Sir Tom's granddaughter and I, were out in the supermarket. We literally went through the doors with our trolley, and within five seconds, we had um, a person walk up to us and say, "Tell us what we get, what we should we do? Um, is it going to happen? Uh, when will it start?" And uh, and I've got this girlfriend, and, and 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 actually, she's not actually my girlfriend, but I'd like her to be my girlfriend. And but the thing is, with the lockdown, can she be my girlfriend? And then somebody else came up and said, but what about my mum? She's really sick. Will I be able to see her? And then someone else came up. And within seconds, my daughter and I were surrounded by people who genuinely were looking to us for um, words of wisdom, for, um, to give them hope, uh, to, to be, give them a trusted opinion. And, and come, that comes with a, our own incredible responsibility, right? So we don't want to take that lightly. So what happened is um, I came back from the supermarket and said to the family, we need to do something that everyone's looking to us to take positive action. 
And as a consequence of that, we have created hashtag walk with Tom and hashtag talk with Tom. It went out on the national news um, last week and it's already gaining massive traction. And the point of that is we're saying, let's unite. Let's unite and walk. We can only walk with one other, but walk with one other. And whilst you're walking with one other, talk and wave at people through their window and try and engage and try and pass by people who you think are lonely. And we want a national movement um, to say we can get through the, the next lockdown and let's use um, our, our, our power to be outside and walking and our power of our voice. That sounds like an incredible idea. Yeah. Can you tell us a bit more about that? So how would I get involved, for example? So you can um, Google hashtag walk with Tom. Um, and there's also a Just Giving page. So if you Google Just Giving, Walk With Tom, and also go to the Captain Tom Foundation website and onto the Twitter feed. Um, so uh, Captain Tom or Twitter feed. But if you, if you simply Google hashtag Walk With Tom, it's already trending um, significantly just in four days. Brilliant. Um, we're also here to talk a bit about KindFest because you're getting involved in that. Um, could you tell us a bit about your part in that, what you're, what you're both doing for that, please? Yeah, I'll, I'll come to the other questions and my father can pick up the answers on this one. It was because KindFest approached us to see if we would open, together open KindFest. And, um, and of course, you can imagine that um, we have many requests for, um, to, for, for action um, from around the world. And this one stood out to us because of kindness. So uh, we said, yes, we would. Um, we wanted to lend the voice of Captain Sir Tom and the, the, the power of that voice for kindness um, in opening the Kind Fest Festival. Um, and, and that's been our part in it, purely um, it, it to amplify support um, for kindness. Um, why do you both think kindness is so important in today's society, especially at present? So why do you think kindness is so important in society, especially now with lockdown? I think it is because uh, so many people are not feeling very happy at the moment. And I think it is up to us, wherever we can, to give a little bit of kindness to everyone. And however I may be, I just think one possible day at the moment, we've got a lockdown. And it's so many days ahead. I think if we would just say uh, yesterday was one day of the lockdown that's gone. Now, today is going to be another one. And tomorrow, it will have been another day which of the lockdown has gone. So gradually, and we're getting through the lockdown. And so let's look forward to the fact that it's getting less and less and less day by day and that what was today is now yesterday. And let's, let's look forward to the future. And if ever you see people walking about, give them a little smile and see if they'll smile back because a little smile won't do any harm to you or to them. So please, as you're walking along, give us a little bit of kindness, smile at people and see what will happen. That's fantastic advice. Thank you so much. And yeah, one day at a time, I think that's really helpful at the moment, especially as well. Um, 
What kind of acts have you both witnessed that really stayed with you over the past year? Well, there's so so many things, and so so many things that have been kind to me. Look at all the uh, awards that people have kindly given to me throughout the year. This has been absolutely outstanding. So there's, there's been enormous kindness shown to me, and I'm delighted wherever I can. I like to call a method of kindness to everyone. I can't very much well go out and uh, meet all the people, but to those who can, I'll say, please, just go and knock on the door and See, have a word with somebody and say, are you okay today? And I'm sure that won't do any harm. Do either of you have any sort of tips or sort of ideas in terms of how we can also support retired people in general? Because it feels like especially the next month might be particularly difficult for them. How do you think we can help retired people? So people are no longer working, maybe don't have a lot of family around them. As I say, again, I think that we try and make contact with them, and uh, if you if you know their of their relations, uh, have a word with their relations and say that your aunt or your uncle is in need of a little bit of care. Would you mind giving her or him a little ring and see how they are? But you know, one thing you must remember: a lot of the people with who are being affected mentally, they don't know. Um, themselves that they're being that they're being affected and so I think we need to find someone who can kindly or with with great care get them headed in the right direction for some help because for those who are who need help but don't know it they are in uh, in a position where it is up to us to find someone who can put them into, into contact with someone who is mentally capable of helping them. And um, on that vein, um, my father has done podcasts um, with uh, the originals and, and in conjunction with Help the Aged. And that's podcast and it's, they're really worth a listen because they're terrific. And the, the purpose of that is to say, please don't ask old people, um, older people, um, what the weather's like, what they had for breakfast, or did they sleep well? There's so they have so many more stories. You now my father's in an, an incredible position that he's been able to tell his story. As so many older people have amazing stories, let's ask them. I think um, just go beyond what seems the perfunctory. Good morning, how are you? Did you sleep okay? Um, ask them what the majorly important things in their life have been. What inspired them to get through? What were their achievements? And um, I, I would point people, anyone who can encourage older people to access the internet. Um, there's so much out there to support them. Um, but if they can't do that, just ask, talk to them. Yeah, that's all. That's fantastic advice from both of you. And just thanks for very much for, for mentioning those podcasts as well. I'll have a listen. They sound really great. Um, it's, yeah, it's so important. I'm, I'm sure we could all learn so much as well, just from older people in general, because I think, particularly younger people are finding this pandemic a really difficult time because they've never been through anything like this but we can learn so much from older people can't we um we really can. just in t- especially sort of in terms of 
those have lived through war and, and all sorts of personal tragedy. And I think the young can learn from the old, right? I think one of the the things that has um, interested people around the world is the fact that we live in a multi-generational household and um, that's becoming more and more prevalent in many ways. If you look at societies that are behind us, even across Europe, they've remained in their multicultural family units. And as work changes for them, as it did for us, you know, 30, 40 years ago, as we became more nuclear in our family, as people traveled for work and our, and our familial sense dissipated, um, we are, uh, the rest of Europe is sort of probably 30 years behind us, but they're now beginning to go into that nuclear world of family. And we are emerging out the other side where through necessity, children can't leave. They can't afford houses. So they're staying at home. And for us, we did it the other way around. Um, when my father, when my mother died, my father came to live with us. And that sense of, um, of really looking at what each generation can give it happens in our house all the time and that's so important the young can learn it's reciprocal mentoring isn't it reciprocal mentoring goes up and down and we should empower people to enjoy that relationship the young people who've never been through anything like this before can learn from the old who have and the old who feel a bit isolated can learn from the young through technology and we should be getting people to to, to engage with each other. I agree with that because it is important that the young people get the information from the older one because when the older people have died, a lot of the information that they have, information which was useful and could have been passed on to the youngsters, when those people have gone, that information is also gone. It's too late. So please, all the younger generation, find out as much information of the past that you can from your parents and your grandparents and store that knowledge for the future because when the old people have gone, that information is also gone. This is really making me think I, I need to ring my grandparents again. I mean, I, I'm lucky that they're still with me. And um, yes, I think I'll ring them after this call, actually. Well, hopefully this will inspire other people to do that um, and and engage with them and, and maybe talk to them about something you wouldn't normally talk to them about. I'd like us to talk a little bit about Christmas now, partly because it's just one of my favourite times of year, but also because um, it will be coming up um, to that time soon and, and listeners will be sort of, I think looking forward to it, but also sort of maybe being worried about it being so different to normal Christmases. How can we support elderly people in particular now, but and over Christmas in particular, especially people who are isolated? So how can we help people get through Christmas if we're um, still in lockdown and, and isolated? I think this is you know, quite difficult, but for young children, Father Christmas is still there. I, be, I still believe in Father Christmas, so that I'm sure that other people do too. So maybe uh, that on Christmas Eve, we can all tell the story about Father Christmas is coming with his sleigh and a reindeer and bringing a few uh, presents uh, down the chimney, which might be difficult where the house didn't have a chimney, but at least Father Christmas 
should be there early in the morning. Not too early, I hope, uh, because people still might like to lie in bed. But I think children are getting excited and the hope there's going to be lots of new little presents in, in, uh, by the fireplace in the morning. It's going to be more difficult this year um, with the lockdown that uh, all the variety of presents that there have been, I, I don't think it's going to be quite the same. Uh, I hope there is. And if I was a little boy, I would still hope that Father Christmas was going to be there. And as I am now, I know it will be because as I said, I still believe in Father Christmas. And I think um, it's lovely, the children can still believe and that's really quite right for them. And, and, and anyway, I'm sure Father Christmas doesn't have an issue without a chimney, if there's a house without a chimney. But I think for everybody else, since if we're still under lockdown or at least even if we're in restrictions in terms of social gatherings, that we must, I mean, write, pick up the phone, use technology. Um, we, we just, I think, have to all get through this and we have to find the best way that we possibly can, but we can still put pen to paper and we can still walk to the post box. And there's nothing really quite like receiving a letter or a handwritten card, is there? Um, or, or, or message somebody or call them or email them or use Zoom or use any form of contact, I think. Let's embrace the technology that's, that wouldn't have been here even a few years ago. Brilliant. Thank you so much, both of you. That's fantastic. And yeah, it's lovely to hear you, you still believe and officially we've got that from Captain Tom, you know, the pandemic can't stop Father Christmas. So brilliant. Good to know. Um, what Do you mind me asking what your plans are for for this year's Christmas in terms of making it festive and fun this year? Yeah, we're still, um, the jury's out on that yet. We haven't decided. It really depends on um, what restrictions are. We're, we're keeping it very open-ended and, and I suppose that would be our advice to everybody else. Uh, I think planning too much is difficult. Um, we will just take it as it comes and we will comply whatever um, the regulations are. You know, we, we'll, we'll see, we'll see. Absolutely. Uh, my final question to you both is, um, what are your top tips for kind acts people can do for themselves or others sort of now or in the future at Christmas? First of all, if you could think, send someone, book someone a little Christmas card or a little message over Christmas. I mean, if you have a phone, I'll give them a, a little call on the phone or you could give them a a little phone on one of those. Most people got one of those. And if you have a, a face a face call to them, yeah, that would be, I'm sure, uh, the happiest thing because you can go all over the world. It's not just the next street, right? You can go all over the world. And in that, if you could speak to someone miles away and let them see your smiling face and give them a, a little happy uh, Christmas, then I'm sure that everyone will be all del always be delighted. I mean, I certainly would if somebody gives me a little call, a little for a face call on Christmas, I should be delighted. And, um, and he can legitimately say that you can go around the world because we have. 
Um, with simply my mobile phone, we've pretty much um, done over 800 interviews around the world. Um, people from 163 countries donated to the original fundraising, means only 32 didn't. And as a consequence, we have interviewed with nearly all of them. And so if you have a will to do it, you can do it. I think the other thing we can do, we can look out for our neighbours and we can see if um, they need any help. And, and if that might be that they're, they're struggling to, um, to buy something for food around Christmas, think about how we could help them. And you don't need to make it a big deal. Um, not long ago, I realised one of my friends was um, suffering, so I um, got a delivery to her house of food, and I didn't tell her who it was from, um, and she didn't need to know. Um, I just knew that they were in need. I'm not saying everyone can do that, but just small things, um, just small things that make all the big difference. Um, just make sure that they're okay. Thank you so much. So I feel like I've, I've learned so much from you both. I really appreciate you both taking the time um, to chat. It's been really inspirational and I feel very festive now as well. We're talking okay, good. about Christmas. So this is goodbye from mentally yours. So go away, enjoy your day, get on with all your chores from mentally, 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 mentally yours. Mentally yours. If you've been affected by any of the issues we've discussed today, please contact the Samaritans on 116 123 or go to their website at samaritans.org. If you've enjoyed this episode, please give us a rate or review. Five stars would be lovely. Also, if you've enjoyed this, come and have a chat to us on Facebook. We've got a group called Mentally Yours. Also, we have a Twitter, which is Mentally YRS. See you next time. 